0: But if we find ourselves spending more time you know, chasing, chasing things that, that are not there, then we're taking time away from the customers that want to do yeah, business with right. us. Um, I also have a saying, and this is really the saying that was born of Thursday Night Boardroom, and that is learn to teach, teach to know, know and share, and do with passion. We all suffer from the same frustration. We all share the same frustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't feel understood. Connection that you, that someone, you know, feels that you understand them and get them and they're comfortable with you. Because if that's not established, all the messaging in the world won't matter. To me, I don't believe it's a game changer. I believe it's an accelerant. Turn back to normal. Oh, boy. I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. There is going to be no back to normal, there's going to be a new normal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but, and, but you know what? We're gonna also recognize human interaction.
1: Life is an endless stream of challenges, but no worries. Manoj is bringing the world's best minds right here for you. My gosh, Manoj, you just blew my mind. Thank you universe, Manoj, thank you. I'm so grateful. It makes me feel a little bit better. Thank you. Bootstrapping your dreams is here to give you what you need to succeed. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. I'm your host, Manoj Agarwal. And today I'm honored to have a fascinating conversation with Jeff Moore. So Jeff is the director of seafood and business, uh, and business development at Global Protein Group. Um, in 2019, Global Protein Group, the Food Service and Custom Product Solution Division of Porky Products was one of the largest traders of beef, beef pork, and poultry in North America. Um, generated about 207 million in sales. Uh, it's, actually, uh, uh, it's actually Porky Products is what we're a division of, and we've
0: done about $2 billion in sales. Oh,
1: two billion. Okay. I, I must have picked it up wrong. Uh, so There's another zero there. Uh, Jeff is known for short-term, uh, short-term sales cycles, high con- conversions, value-based, quantifiable business solutions, team-building, and world-class, lifelong customer and supplier relationships. Jeff is also the president of International Pacific Seafoods, a specialty import... No? Okay. Oh, no, right. that's all. The, that was formerly. I, all right. I'm so sorry about... Uh, I, I thought we uh, picked up the right, uh, right um, history. No, that was formerly, formerly okay. with
0: the president okay. and owner of International.
1: Okay. So uh, I'll talk about the Thursday uh, Night Boardroom. So Jeff is the founder of... Uh, Business Development, Marketing and Entrepreneurial Lifestyle and Business Advisory Mastermind Group called Thursday Night Boardroom and over 800 members from 26 countries from different industries have been part of this group. And uh, I have had the pleasure of uh, participating as well. Uh, Jeff is an experienced leader, coach, speaker. Jeff is also creator of multi-layer strategic initiatives involving suppliers and customers in tandem that share a common language called value um jeff has been passionate about marketing providing actionable solutions value creation and developing world-class relationships and extraordinary performers i'm so happy to have you Jeff.
0: thank you very much yeah the thursday night boardroom part you got right it was uh yeah global protein group is a division of porky products which is one of Mm -hmm. the largest traders and so fun to work with it's just awesome
1: awesome. i'm uh, i apologize for all the mix-ups not even no not even a problem at all awesome so um yeah, it will be really good to go through your journey. I mean, you have had tremendous success. So, can you tell us how you got started? How was your journey like uh, in the in the in the business world?
0: Well, I've been I've been in sales. Um, gosh, going back in seventh grade is when I started selling door to door for an entrepreneur who was a junior in high school, making ten thousand dollars a month, uh-huh. selling one aeration which is loosening the soil. Uh, It's a process. And um, I worked for him and he's like a big brother to me. And he, um, I was at seventh, eighth grade, I was making like $300 a week uh, in cash um, selling door to door this, this service. And, uh, and just really loved sales and um, had, had different odd jobs and been in the food service business, uh, food supply chain type business, warehousing distribution uh, for as long as I can tell you. Like high school, I was sweeping under pallets and freezers and doing different things and being involved in in customer service and things in in food service uh, Uh distribution to restaurants and hotels and whatnot. And actually fourth generation food service on that side, Orange County, California. Uh and. Um, just really found myself, um, uh, you know, s- studying that methodology. And back in the, uh, late eighties, early nineties, I had a mentor, uh, by the name of Joe, uh, Dylan, who was a mm-hmm. fitness and, uh, nutrition expert, uh, mm-hmm. for Olympians and everything like that. And he taught me about windshield university. Okay. And, uh, um, you know, since I was driving, gosh, I was driving like five, 600 miles a week,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: uh, at least and he said you should be not spending any time uh without being without getting better I see. and so he introduced me to tony robbins he introduced me to nightingale conant i mean there was a time in nightingale conant which was brilliant they used to just send you the stuff I see. and you could use it like it and pay for it or use it not like it and send it back
1: wow. and
0: i ended up keeping probably most of it yeah, yeah. and uh, was selling and learning. And and early on, um, I always thought, you know, continuing to pitch and always pitching and always pitching and always closing. I had a, a sales manager that's just like, man, you suck at this.
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm like, what? Because what? He, goes, he, he goes, you're a big guy. He goes, so people are already going to be intimidated by you. Yeah. Um, he goes, you should probably settle back a little bit and ask better questions. Uh And so he taught me about asking questions and he did it in a way that really wasn't cool. So I wanted to resist it. But uh, he uh, he taught me about questions at that point and just kept studying and more and more and over time really started to identify um, this is still early 90s what really matters and what a customer is looking for like i'm selling product It's yeah, yeah. you know for most sales people they're like hey i've got some you know i've got food and you the customer you have money let's trade yeah, and they don't yeah, yeah. give a crap about what he's doing with it or anything and i just knew that there was a better way of doing that and i didn't know it was called consultative selling at the time or anything like mm-hmm. that but it was you know offering value-added menu ideas mm-hmm. um and 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 um you know supply chain solutions you know and, and offering all sorts of different solution-based stuff and you know all the while uh in, in through college and everything i was a bartender so oh, bartender's yeah. always like the great you know listener of, of uh-huh. people so yeah, yeah that yeah. really really helped me out too i owned my own bartending service and and uh, really had a lot of fun doing stuff like that and, and learning cool. about just real person-to-person service then yeah yeah, yeah. and it just translated, and fast forward, I, I had been in, um, I'd been in it. We we had I'd been in food service since the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, late '90s, we end up uh, buying a seafood company, mm-hmm. and um, my family, my father, my brother, and I, and I was in charge of sales. We were doing about uh, maybe 10 million, dollars, uh, and grew that business over about 14 15 years mm-hmm. to doing about 35 million dollars in, oh, in sales which is wow. still a tiny piece of business but uh, mm-hmm. um but as i continued to study and and master my craft um i learned about the power of the mastermind mm-hmm. and about 2009 i was invited to the original um tony robbins it was it was actually called the ultimate ultimate business mastery summit, and he nice. and Chet Holmes, God rest his soul,
1: uh-huh. um, oh, yeah, had the yeah.
0: program out yeah. there, mm-hmm. and um, and so I I attended that. There was only like five hundred people there, nice, and yeah. I mean it was and it, and he did a great job. It was like the the best of the old school people, like Jay Abraham and nice. Stephen M R Covey, and you know Chet Holmes, of course. Yeah. And the new guys like gary vaynerchuk and brendan bouchard and evan pagan and these guys that were you know doing very well and and just really learned a lot and at that point in 2009 i got the home study course and i invited some people to to do it with me and that was the very beginning of what we call now thursday night boardroom there was a couple guys and then it kind of dissipated because we were doing it on a friday afternoon and then uh and there's lots of stuff going on during the week and um uh about six months later I said you know Thursday nights we're really not doing much on Thursday nights
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm gonna get better and so I invited some people I said look I'm gonna Thursday nights I'm gonna start studying more business strategy and you know come don't come I don't care I'm gonna get better and four people came to the first Thursday night boardroom and and um we watched Gary Vaynerchuk's keynote at the Ultimate mm-hmm. Business Mastery Summit and just completely changed their life like it changed my life, the first and second and fifth time I seen it um, and all times in between. And you know, I just literally found the, the power of collaboration, mm. um, the, the power of, of solution focus, and really, the 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 just the amazing power of questions, and and yeah, yeah. to be able to contextualize questions on why you're asking them, mm-hmm. and then have the have the customer or whoever you're talking to, eagerly, want to answer those questions because Definitely. they know that those questions are going to help them look at their yeah, business differently, yeah. and benefit.
1: Yeah, no, it's amazing. Like I, I've been uh, I've been learning from you for for a long time, and. I mean, what is unique is that you already are so successful, but you you never stop growing, you never stop learning, and you never stop collaborating. So, what is that drive? Like, you know, because most people I I, I meet like you know, thirty five million is is I mean, a a lot of money for them, and they say, you know, I I think I'm good now, but uh, you keep pushing yourself. So, what is that drive that pushes you?
0: Well, first of all, thirty five million is revenue, Mm and you know, thirty five million of revenue. If you don't have, if you're in the commodity seafood business,
1: yeah.
0: that's not a lot of profit.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, maybe a couple million at best mm-hmm. at, at there, but uh, um, you know, I could everybody's gonna say, you know, love what you do, you know, have a passion for what you do. I'm good at what I do, um, I have confidence in that, um but the acknowledgement is the thing. I think the thing that they don't really talk about a lot. In, in and yeah. when I say they, the guys that are asking, answering these questions way more regularly than I am, um, they're like, Oh, you got to love what you do and, and be passionate. And mm-hmm. the acknowledgement that there's always another level.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And the pursuit of the other level,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but not in a position of need. Yeah, yeah, but a position of want. Mm -hmm. We see around here a lot. I mean, the the guy I work for now is a friend of mine for the last 30 years. Uh, Best leader I've ever worked for and probably one of the top five leaders I've ever heard of from just his his ability, his awareness and his way to really identify with where every one of his employees are and be that go-to person for them as well, and making them feel number one at all times. And we have a conversation every once in a while for when we're struggling with a piece of business that maybe the the, the customer or the prospect is being less than genuine, Genuine, I'm sorry, genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, we don't need their business. And I, at the first time he said it, I thought it was kind of arrogant to say, Mm-hmm. that we don't need their business. But I, but I Kenneth when he said it, you know, a couple of times, I said, you know, that doesn't sound right to me. He goes, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. We want their business and we're going to prove it to them every day. But if we find ourselves spending more time, you know, chasing, chasing things that, that are not there, then we're taking time away from the customers that want to do yeah, business with us. That's true. That's and true. so it's 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 a really great way of looking at things, but right. I just think that that whole thing about wanting to get to another level um, for no other reason than to be able to show the people I love yeah, that yeah. there's the pursuit of another level is always fruitful. Exactly. Yeah, it's
1: it's, it's almost cool. like a it's almost like an Olympic athlete who wants to push. Uh, himself or herself, like further and further improve, and not only just improve himself, but also inspire others uh, to to do better, right? I,
0: I absolutely, and I just, but I, but the difference between the word need and want is massive. There's a huge yeah, gap yeah, between yeah, those two, yeah. and so when we are working in like, hey, I really, I really need to get this piece of business. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. not operating from your most confident self. Yeah, you're yeah. operating actually from a position of fear.
1: Yeah.
0: And that, you know, you are, you in a lot of ways present yourself so you don't lose the business or you're trying to protect it or you're doing something that doesn't allow you to be as creative as you want to be yeah, and as yeah. creative yeah. as you probably should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I just, that's a very
1: important distinction For about sure. wanting to get to yeah. another level. For sure. And, um, uh, where does uh, you know this uh, I, the the other thing what i noticed uh, you know and, and this was unique when i learned from you is that you treat business as an extension of life like most people say oh you know i'm going to 9 to 5 and i'm i'm done but you know <laughs> you like complete the whole package and you encompass life and business and and family so uh, tell us a little bit more about that where did that concept come from well
0: i i i don't know where it came from but but you know when you hear something and it Fits kind of like the description of who you are, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple of things. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I can't work nine to five or whatever this is here, seven to five or Mm -hmm. seven to six or whatever it is, um, and then go off and do my advisory coaching business and do something different there. It all has to be from the same person because it is from the same person. And then the way I teach my kids, you know, I mean, I think that familiarity maybe um, shortens your um, fuse a little bit sometimes, or you you know, that familiarity, you're not as gracious as you deliver it. Uh, And that's always, again, something I want to get better at. Um, But it is the exact same thing. It's about asking questions, I find I'm at my worst, when I'm talking to somebody or at somebody if that ever happens anymore um and not talking with them but when i find myself in the in the biggest sense of frustration i catch myself and i get back into asking questions Mm -hmm. and i've always believed that asking questions is going to reveal so much more than trying to come up with all the answers Um, i also have a saying and this is really the saying that was born of thursday night boardroom And that is learn to teach, teach to know, know and share, and do with passion. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that's this, the the lesson that I learned early on is when you learn something, turn around and teach it.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. And
0: instead of me thinking about who am I going to turn around and teach this to after it's over, I actually learn as if it's an obligation to the person I'm going to be teaching this to or sharing Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I can't wait to share this part with him. Or, yeah. you know, oh, I can't wait to share with this. manusha. is going to love this, you know. Yeah. And so I'm listening more intently. I'm learning a lot more. And then when I turn around and teach it and you would say, oh, well, what about this? Or what about, yeah. hey, good question. I don't know, but gives us an opportunity to go deeper and learn it better. But as we continue to share it and do and act it with it, because we really never know it until we act with it is is um, something super important. And, yeah. you know, questions and answers for me, Manush, has been, even today, when I, I've got, you know, processes about questions and my five questions on the back of my card and how that's helped generate, you know, $40 million in, in savings for my customers and food costs, annual food costs, it's, it's, um, it, if if before we have these realizations right and we've been acting upon what we believe are the correct answers mm-hmm. to questions that we were asking back yeah yeah whenever we set this foundation the the most dangerous thing and the most erosive corrosive thing that we can deal with is acting upon the correct answer of the wrong question Oh wow! It might have been the right question five years ago.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or ten years ago, or two months ago, yeah. right? And you're doing it like, yeah, that's that's what I would do. Yeah, that's the correct answer, but it's not necessarily the wrong question. It's just not the right question. Yeah,
1: that's
0: meaning, right. can is there a different question that's going to help you? And I just learned that September twentieth, two thousand twenty. So, you know, literally what two months ago. I'm sitting at a meeting and we're talking about logistics and my boss asked this one question and it literally changed the way I looked at everything with what with, it pertained to this logistics question. And then just to make it more painful, I actually went and calculated what the correct answer to the wrong question or the incorrect uh-huh. question or you know, not the right question.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: over the last 19 years was 1.1 million dollars in profit wow in profit wow so it was it's it was pretty painful to to yeah. see because then i did the stupid thing and extrapolated in what it was in, in equivalent sales equivalent and i just wanted to <laughs> hit myself in the face but, uh, yeah, yeah. but it's just, I'm, I'm constantly looking and asking questions you know when people go oh this is the way we've always done it or oh that just why do you do that because that's the way we've always done it yeah i always know that there's an opportunity to ask questions that may change the perspective and the trajectory of somebody's benefit profit you know whatever that benefit may be
1: that's awesome that's awesome and then um you know it's very interesting how you as i said you know you you treat business as an extension of life so your approach is like very human relationship focused and uh and um, if I can use the word deceptively simple, like, you know, you, you, you print the question on the back of the card, like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like it, it, it happens automatically. Like whatever you're trying to do sort of happens automatically, where as you said, uh, most people spend a lot of energy hustling and, and, and doing those things. Um, so that simplicity is just amazing. Um, now let's talk about the Thursday night boardroom. Like um, you, you mentioned how you started it. And I've been a part of it, and it's 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 fascinating how people come together. and And you ask them uh, one question, which is, you know, what is your selfish ask? Um, so how how did that transform? Like, I, I mean, obviously you started watching these videos, but tell us the journey because I've I've heard some amazing stories uh, about people who have been there and collaborations that happened and everything.
0: Well, that the selfish ask is just kind of getting people to a point. I will tell you this, that we're going to have a special session at the beginning of December, the first Thursday in December, and there's going to be a whole new set of questions. Okay. And the one, one of the main questions is going to be, what is the greatest result you have helped your client, a client ever achieve?
1: Okay. Okay. What
0: was that? What did you got for a client basically? Right. And from that, we're going to be able to work backward. Uh, and yeah. help you serve better to everybody because we're going to identify those key points but mm. but there's been a lot of questions that go in uh when you know when people come into the boardroom now we have a compelling introduction that we have people yeah, put yeah, together. yeah. it's very difficult for some mm-hmm. people yeah so yeah. i think it makes some of that a little bit easier as well yeah. uh even though i love that challenge and i with our private client group we we put people through that all the time but we started with questions like the very basic questions like you were just talking about was, you know, who are you? What do you do? Yeah, yeah, who is your customer and why I say customer in singular is because that's who it is. It's singular. And I would have people for years and we've been doing this for 10 years now go, well, it's anyone who. And I'm like, uh oh, kind of like a rain man. Oh, type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and. They go, what? And I go, the closest thing to anyone is no one.
1: Mm.
0: I want to know who your customer is. I don't want an anyone who. I want to know the intimacy that you possess with this customer, this avatar. And so then we go through and we say, well, what is that unique product or service that you offer that differentiates you from everybody else is the third question. The fourth question is, how does your customer brag about you? Uh uh oh good service or you know really good guy or he's been very helpful that's not how people brag yeah they brag by feel felt found Yeah, yeah. somebody's like hey i'm looking for an attorney god i can't find one totally understand how you feel i felt the same way feel felt right but what i found was this gentleman was so good really just You just wanted to help me through the entire process, whether I ever signed with him or not. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was just really made, had me looking at things a different way and, and helped me confidently proceed because there was so much anxiety. That's how somebody brags about you. Right. And then the last one, uh, because people, when people brag about you, it's not about them looking smart. It's about them giving, having an opportunity to help someone. It's an yeah. altruistic thing, right? Of course, of course. So, and then the last question is what do you do that makes you the best in the world in the eyes of your customer or mm-hmm. client, right? Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, back to the, the great service. I mean, you really spent a lot of time with them, whatever. That isn't it. It's, you know, and we give them the answer in Thursday an Night Border about what it is and, and how it's connected. And a lot of it is steeped in the fact that. When we can articulate the needs, desires, challenges, fears, and aspirations of this person, this customer, this prospect, our spouse, our children, our friend, whoever it is, the other person, when we can articulate the needs, desires, challenges, fears, and aspirations of this person, not better than they can to you, but better than they can to themselves, you pass the tipping point of being their trusted advisor. And all you have to do is continue to recognize those attributes and you'll be their trusted advisor for life because as humans you me anybody listening anybody driving by right now flying above whatever we all suffer from the same frustration mm-hmm. we all share the same frustration yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah we don't feel understood and the second we can start to articulate somebody and and share their story better than they can to themselves mm-hmm. they're like whoa this person gets me and not only do they get me, I get to go on an adventure every time this person comes in the room because they're going to tell me a story about my favorite subject, me, yeah. and where I'm going. And he's celebrating me all the time. And, you know, it's, it's and it's you can't fake that. It's yeah, just yeah. what it is. Exactly. And it's about proactive empathy, not waiting to hear what somebody's going to tell you in their complaints, observing and acknowledging and proactively understanding and expressing, you know, if, if I hear you right, this is what you're talking. Yes, you get me. That creates that immediate connection.
1: You are listening to Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show with Manu Jagarwal. Businesses face numerous challenges like finding the right product market fit, determining the market size, implementing a winning go-to-market strategy, crafting customer-centric USP, competitive analysis, looking for funding, building up cash flow and profitability. We have made a lot of free resources available to the entrepreneurial community, including this podcast. podcast. We invite you to check out our websites and follow us on social channels. The links are in the show notes. We hope you find the resources useful and utilize them to grow grow your business. We also have some programs for entrepreneurs. If you find our content useful, then you will definitely find the programs Outstanding, so do check them out yeah it's uh it's amazing how you how you structure it and and then as as you put it like you know how people brag about you, which creates this snowball effect of your business like you you basically don't have to market market it uh as aggressively because you have like other people marketing you right
0: yeah i i, I aggressive marketing to me is is off putting.
1: Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, When, when we are marketing, and presenting ourselves properly, Mm -hmm. every email you send, no matter if you send it to one or 1 million people, if those people are your customer, they will feel like you're writing that email to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the thing that drives me nuts on lives, like something like we're doing now, is the host gets on and goes, hello, everybody. Hmm. How many people do you think are walking, looking at that same computer? (laughs) How how many people are looking at that phone? How many people, who's everybody? You're talking to, you could be talking to 100,000 people and you're doing it one at a time. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And so it's just about really that type of connection. So marketing aggressive marketing man that is about that's about trying to convince somebody and dean jackson has talked to me about this a bunch of times are you convincing Mm. or is this a compelling story that makes people say i want that i want to do business
1: with you yeah yeah, yeah. without ever asking yeah without ever asking and i want to mention one thing here you know this this thursday night boardroom can can be life-changing but it's absolutely free you don't charge for it and Anybody can join. So uh, I mean, there is a there is some story behind that as well. So can you share that with us?
0: Yeah, um, I've had I've had several people, people that you would see, you know, online, uh, authors, leaders, say, we want to take Thursday Night Boardroom, and we want to treat it and and create something like AA, Alcoholics Anonymous for entrepreneurs, <laughs> okay. OK, <laughs> no, because they just feel they don't feel understood. They don't feel like they can talk to anybody. They certainly can't talk to anybody in their family. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they they're having a hard time sharing with anybody. This is a place where you can go where you feel understood. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, oh, we can charge for it. We can do this." And it just felt so disjointed for me. And I will tell you that I have personally benefited. Several. Let I me. Mean, and several hundred thousands of dollars over 10 years mm-hmm. because of the byproduct mm-hmm. of people wanting to help me and reciprocate never the intention, never mm-hmm. the intention, but the Thursday, but Thursday night boardroom is free. It is don't no, no, yeah. no charge, but there's a cost. And that is that you come into Thursday night boardroom and this is probably why it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you come into thursday night border you're going to share yeah yeah. and if i feel like you're playing guarded one it's my job to make you feel safe in there Mm -hmm. because when we're safe with our vulnerability that's the real foundation of a great relationship yeah so it's my job to make you feel safe but if 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 but at the same time as we're going through our questions and and hot the the hot seat is the selfish ask is really a a way of putting somebody on the hot seat, right? yeah, 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 yeah. We're not yeah. tricking them, but that's they put them on the hot yeah. seat. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, the uh, so when you're on the hot seat, there's if there's a question to be asked, I'm going to ask it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's people in the there's there's time people in Thursday night boardroom. Stephen Dale, I, it comes to mind in particular. Who's been around for a while um, since 2012, and he uh, he will ask the question that, that he'll ask him from a different perspective. And there's people in there that will ask those questions. Uh, we had a we had a person a guest one time. This is a long time ago, and I feel a little bad about the way this was handled on my end. But you know, it, it's is what it is. He comes up and he says in order to be and I'm not going to give him up who he is, but uh, um, you know, you in, know, in, you've got to be diligent is his first piece of advice. So first step, you've got to be diligent. And everybody's like, kind of nodding their head. And I'm going uh, raise my hand and the guy goes, like, you know, this is, this is the very beginning why are you raise your hand. Mm-hmm. I said, What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does what mean? Does to be diligent? don't know what diligent means i go i think i know what it means Uh but i i want to be able to see what it means in your definition Uh so so answer these questions or answer you'll finish this sentence for me i know i'm being diligent when dot 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 and give us some bullet points and he wouldn't do it Uh and he lost the room and of course i'm sure he blames me for it Uh um but That's the thing. I mean, you can't just come in and half-ass this thing. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're there's, there's people have different, um, styles, but, um, this is Thursday night boardroom. I'm not charging you. Yeah. And if you're a guest, I'm giving you access to a bunch of people. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And so we're going to, we're going to get real. And so it's, it, it, there is a cost and I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't keep it a secret. People know that you're going to come in, you are going to participate. Yeah, yeah. And we just don't want to hear the lovey flowery stuff either. We want to hear how you've just gotten your ass kicked and dusted off and picking back up because we can all learn from that. We can all be inspired by that. We can all benefit from yeah. your learning process. And that's really what it's all about.
1: Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, it, it was a, again, you know, I'll repeat, it was an amazing experience. And, and the question I that uh, that stands out, you know, I repeat uh, again, like, uh, what is your selfish ask? Nobody has asked something like that in in my entire lifetime. So it almost sounded like, okay, what is your wish? I'm going to grant you that wish, and yeah. it was like so uh, so impactful, uh, and uh, and so um, as you said, like just learning from other people and what they are going through, how they have built their uh, empires and and all that. It's it's just amazing. And uh, now let, let me come to the next part where uh, you know messaging is one of your strong suit as well. And I know I have struggled with messaging for such a long time, um, and you have this framework value. So can we talk about that a little bit? Like what? First of all, how important is messaging? Um, and and then we can jump into value.
0: Um, well, the first first and foremost, the connection that you that someone you know feels that you understand them and get them and they're comfortable with you. Because if that's not established, all the messaging in the world won't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If this person doesn't want to like you, they're not going to like you. Mm-hmm. Even if you mm-hmm. told them you got five gold bars for them at the end of this presentation. Oh, I see. They're, they're not gonna, that's not going to do anything. But mm-hmm. but the messaging is is basically in a in a saying that I use when I can see it, I can share it.
1: I see I see and
0: from a marketing standpoint when somebody is sharing what you're doing and you know you're having you know exponential um vir- viral distribution yeah, of your message of what you do yeah that's a that's a big deal that, you know and so uh i I just had it today somebody sent me a price list from something that I'm moving off some inventory I'm moving off I've never heard of this guy. And I was explaining to somebody else what this product is and the attributes of this product. And all of a sudden, there's a guy sending a price list out nationally with my stuff on it, with my kind of explanation of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes you feel pretty damn good. You're like, I have no idea who this guy is. I was listening to Hal Elrod the other day about about Miracle Morning. Mm. And he was working with his clients. and, And at the beginning of all of this stuff, He was like blown away that people that he'd never met before were sharing the benefits of their miracle morning. And so to be able to express and and give somebody a message that is so simple to share, right? How many times do people introduce themselves to you and you go, (laughs) cool, you know, for me, simple. My day job is, I sell all proteins, you know, I sell seafood, anything that that walks, flies, or swims as far as beef, pork, lamb, veal, poultry, you know, chicken or turkey or, or anything and seafood right to food service into the food service distribution channel where my customers are food service are food service operators major food service operators but i sell through food service distributors and so i'm working the entire supply chain for that um when people but all people care about is at that point who do you sell to like okay well i sell to cheesecake factory i sell to bj's restaurants or i sell you know oh what do you sell so i tell them now all of a sudden they can see that yeah yeah, right oh i sell this this guy whatever and and they go oh yeah I, I'm oh, I'm ordering this because I know that guy mm, yeah. because they can see it. Yeah, we can talk about supply chain solutions and all these different things, right? I I sell fish to this guy, I sell some pork belly to this guy. You know, this is what I do. We put yeah. these solution-based contracts together for these restaurants. Oh, neat. Yeah, and I you know fly around the world sourcing seafood, and I come back and tell my customers stories about it. You know, and <laughs> And so they're like, oh man, this is such a cool job. And now all of a sudden they're they're ordering the food because they go, yeah, this guy sells this. And man, he flies around the world. So there's a simple message that they can see. And in a lot of cases, it's aspirational. They're like, I want that, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we can share something so simply without jargon that somebody can see as it's being presented, They can't wait to share that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times have you seen that? It's like, oh my God, that is a coolest idea. And then the the next person you're talking to, you gotta go talk. This guy, I just met with this guy in school. I'm just talking about Hal Elrod, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hal Elrod, for me, any one of those early morning, get up early morning, it sounds like a lot of, there's a lot of wannabe or former Navy SEALs. They're badass Mm -hmm. dudes and they're like, this is what you gotta do. Hal Elrod is so not that guy, right? And he's got savor. so he's able to, you know, it's it's get up and silence or meditation, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or journaling. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's things that he was able to share in a very short period of time that I'm like, I want that, and I want that for the people that I love and care about, and that's like where this, you know, miracle, the miracle morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about the message. See those messages. I'm a passionate curator of those, if you haven't recognized already. Of course, of course, yeah. I love seeing that, that it's like so simple that I gravitate to the simple, the simple mm-hmm. message. Because if it's simple to hear, it's simple to understand, it's simple to share, it's also simple to do. Yeah. And yeah. so I just messaging, once you've established a connection, to be able to help somebody see what you do is not just an obligation to help them, but it's an obligation to help turn around and help them with the, to the people they love yeah. and serve, uh-huh. right?
1: That's great. No, yeah, I mean, uh, I can tell you like, uh, uh, of course, uh, that's something that I have struggled with. As you said, you know, when I used to introduce myself, I, I have you know, people used to be confused and I was confused what you, what to right. say. And uh, yeah, it, it helped me a lot. Uh, now, uh, you you mentioned that uh, you know you got a
0: lot uh, better, by the way, way better oh, for the first you. time that to, to to now is like, whew, yeah, man, I, think I understand what he's doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um So uh, let's talk about uh, this this uh, this pandemic experience that we are having, and and I'm sure you know your industry has been affected. So in your opinion, what how how is the economy changing? Like we are socially distant, and and things are changing. So. What do you think the 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 future of business is going to be like in this uh, socially distant economy?
0: It is, you know, it it's to me. I don't believe it's a game changer. I believe it's an accelerant. Uh I think that there's been there's been the right way and the wrong way to sell. There's the right way, the wrong way to market, and those people that are trying to push product. You know, like a, a competitor of mine that might look at the customer and say, "I've got fish, you've got money, let's trade." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, if unless they've got something that is of superior quality at a price lower than everybody else, they have no, they they have very little chance of doing business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think that. We are going, we're in the process of, of you know, and I'm in the food service business, so I'm gonna speak in restaurant terms. Yeah, but yeah. you can talk retail terms, you can speak in terms of colleges and universities, any type of business. If there are businesses out there that were struggling for cash flow, um, if there are businesses out there that were top line driven and felt like sales cure all ills, mm-hmm. those are the first ones that are going. Mm, I because see, sales see. is the lifeblood of a company.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. But if you don't have systems, processes, and disciplines in place, you're going to bleed out all over the floor and down the drain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we're seeing restaurants that are, um, you know, that are going out of business because they were so heavily strapped in debt. Uh, I see. I see. You know, they were so incumbent. They needed Remember, we talked about want and grow and need. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. needed to grow, in order for them to be able to service debt. They right. needed it. That was they think if they didn't get the need, they were going to disappear. They right. needed it, and so um, it's it's super important to be nimble. Uh, March seventeenth or March nineteenth, this all came down crashing down on us, and I. Was sitting there a couple days later. It was a Friday now. I think it was happening on Wednesday. It was a Friday. And I said, Our distributors have a lot of fresh meat mm-hmm. in their warehouses. And another, another thing, it's Friday. There are trucks on the road right now arriving on Monday with more
1: fresh meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I said, to my boss I said we have a huge part of our business that sells into retail and they can't keep meat in the building
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: I said we need to become buyers yeah I, I remember tech-
1: you talked about that I remember yeah. you talking about that so, in uh,
0: so, so being able to flip the script a little bit and become and boy talk about partnership oh my
1: goodness gracious
0: I'm a buyer and a seller yeah. And so it's not like, oh, well I've tricked them now that I'm a buyer now, that I'm a... no, it's we understand in inflow and outflow and we recognize what is important to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we operate under that and it's been just fantastic through that. A lot of, you know, by the way, you would think that in times like this loyalties kind of go to the wayside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing the opposite we're getting to contract season and it's like you know what thank you let's just keep going you know tell me where I am market wise and what we can do and Mm -hmm. can you save me any money you know whatever but let's just keep going together
1: Yeah,
0: yeah and so I'm seeing that being different um I can tell you that from a personal standpoint the I think that the the, all the days being the same, you know, I, it's so funny to me because people call and go, "Hey, you know," I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, I'm doing great. It's Friday. I'm like, "What the hell's the difference?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, are you doing something different tomorrow than you were doing today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I think we, I think we're, I think we're working harder and longer than we've ever. worked. Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that. Uh, um, I think that the people that, again, are, are nimble and can can operate with and, and manage inventories and manage them, manage, you know, in, when I say inventory, manage expenses.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: they're going to last through this. And we're going to get through this. And, and people that are like the term back to normal, oh boy, I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. There is going to be no back to normal, there's going to be a new normal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and but you know what we're going to also recognize human interaction
1: yeah yeah
0: and and you know like we're looking at each other on on this on this stream right now yeah
1: yeah.
0: uh my boss after a while you know everybody was talking on the phone together and then i would set up a weekly zoom meeting with people Mm -hmm. and he just goes you know what that's not enough
1: Mm
0: we're gonna be in this for a long time because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get camera phones for everybody Wow so when we're talking to people at their homes because they've now set up their business at homes yeah, 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 yeah. we're seeing each other yeah. like we're having that special interaction yeah, I think yeah. that people are learning better ways to interact
1: yeah
0: um, I think that we're seeing people that are wanting to deny what's going on um, but the reality is, is that, that this is, this has just started to impact people. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to get political. I think that we probably have, you know, we uh, um, I don't think any president that takes office in this day and age is going to have the luxury of, you know, Getting himself used to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get yourself used yeah. to like, hey, you know, whatever you want to say. Whoever's going to be there yeah, is yeah, familiar yeah. with the surroundings.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Yeah. And somebody's going to have to do something. But uh, but I'm seeing um, the independent restaurateur mm-hmm. is really struggling. Mm-hmm. But we talk about again. Remember, we talked again. The big difference between want and need. I want this restaurant to succeed. I need this restaurant to succeed. The people are saying I need this restaurant to succeed are not being as creative as they can be. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm watching a guy say, I want this thing. I wanna grow this thing. I want, he's, he's gotten got, he, he's put a huge tent out in his parking lot. He's got a live band out in the parking lot. He's doing all these things. I'm like, he's never closing that tent. That restaurant on the inside yeah, when yeah. they open again, he's gonna be in there and he's gonna yeah, be yeah. out here because yeah, guess yeah. what? Now he's able to serve more people. Exactly. And so I think that people are needing to be a lot more creative mm-hmm. and the collaboration component here is 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 unusual. I mean, it's unusual in a good way. I yeah. think that we're seeing people that are, uh, I think collaboration eats competition for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, cooperation, collaboration, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've had that opportunity where buyers are sellers, sellers are buyers, and we're all working on behalf of helping each other. And I think that I've seen a lot more cooperation of those people that are real solutions-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, we're, when we're in needs-based, we're focusing on the problem. When we're in solutions-based or we're want-based, we're focusing, we're looking at better solutions. And so amazing, I yeah. think that we're, we're seeing the opportunity for people to exhibit their best selves during yeah. this. And there is not a bigger divide than those people right now, that the people yeah. that are creative and want-based and service-based and solutions-based, versus the people that are just trying to play defense and, and say, yeah. that's that's a, a diminishing return every day.
1: That, that's a very um, very well said, and uh, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of meaning to unpack there. So I. I mean, people should listen to this what you just said like multiple times over to let it sink in. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, even even the example that you gave me because I remember I, I attended that Thursday night boardroom when when you mentioned that you became buyer. So that level of uh, nimbleness, that level of adaptability is also key. And uh, you know, you, like just just actually see you doing that at a scale that you do it is is very inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing that. Well thank um, you.
0: Thank you. I think this is a great format.
1: Thank you so much. And uh, yeah it, it's been such a lovely conversation. Thank you so much. Um, now before I let you go can you tell us how people can reach out and if they want to attend the Thursday night boardroom or um yeah
0: we would love it. Would love it. it. It's it's real hard so you got to write this down. Thursdaynightboardroom.com. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll go in and of course it will ask some questions and then we're going to take a peek at who you are what you do who you do it for what you can add to the boardroom what you're looking to get from the boardroom mm-hmm. and then you'll be invited and you're invited to uh um our facebook group but you're also going to be invited to thursday night boardroom itself yeah. and um you know commonly and and it's it's we've been doing them well for 10 years we were doing them in person
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: never recorded we had done some streaming at one point, but it was not a, um, it it took away from what we were doing, okay. right? And so, yeah. but, but be, during this we've had, uh, during COVID we've been doing them in, with Zoom yeah. and there's been some of the best meetings we've ever had yeah. uh, via Zoom. Yeah. And some yeah. of the best conversations we've ever had okay. via Zoom. And yeah. I really, um, I, I'm not sure how the future is going to, going to go for us. I think that we might do a in-person session, maybe every other month, but we certainly, I want to continue to be able to collaborate from pe- with people from around the world. I mean, yeah. So, and yeah. Uh, yeah. we've had people from London on there. We've had, you know, um, Canada, and, and I mean, it's just, and then all over the country, right, across mm-hmm. the country. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't want to give that up, I don't think. I think that a... I've really learned to enjoy that depth and the breadth of of, 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 of attendees um, and and making it simple for people. But I'm sure there's going to be people that are really eager to get out and uh, do things yeah, sooner yeah. than later. And so but I think... I can... I think It'll be an additive thing. I think we're going to continue to do Thursday night boardroom uh via Zoom as well.
1: So we'll we'll put the link uh, in the show notes and uh, I just want to reiterate uh, anybody listening anybody uh, you know watching uh it, it this could be life changing so you you uh, you know going to uh, Thursday night boardroom you could run into uh, a person who's running a nine-figure business and they want to uh, buy your solution or whatever like those connections are invaluable and not only that like uh, there is content that is shared. There are concepts that are shared, free of cost, which are probably you know worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I uh, come, I you know I can I cannot uh, recommend it enough to to attend that and uh, and take advantage of what is available. So
0: you know it's funny, Manush. Somebody listening right now is going, "Come on, what's the catch?" Yeah. Are they going to pitch me something? Are they going to just absolutely not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking for you to, to buy something from me ever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I just happen to have people say, Hey, I want you to advise for me, you know, yeah. or something that was a byproduct of it, yeah. a surprise, yeah. if you will. Uh-huh. Um, but there is no catch. The catch is, you come, you're gonna, you're gonna participate, yeah. and we, we're gonna make it safe for you to be vulnerable but that's then what we're gonna expect. So uh-huh. I really look forward to to more people and, and especially your audience uh, uh, joining. And you know what? It's it's All we can do is get better together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, let's end on that high note and uh, I'll uh, look forward to learning from you more. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, sir. It's great Thank seeing you. you. Bye,
1: Bye now. Bye. Big topic of the day. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for tuning in to Bootstrapping Your Dream. We bring you life-changing insights about starting and growing your business, making your life and family happy. Given the fact that you listened to the whole episode, we know you are an awesome fan. awesome fan. So why not help us spread the message? Please share the podcast with others who can benefit from it. And if you are feeling extra generous, leave a review on iTunes or any other platform where you are listening to the podcast.